0: Hello, and welcome to the Oracle of Light. I'm Shauna DeMellon. I'm a lifelong medium and certified life coach. And making the connection with the afterlife has brought me the greatest joy. Since losing my son, Jack, I have navigated grief, heartache, and despair. And it was through connecting with my son on the other side that my heart began to heal And I was able to find joy and meaning in my life again. Now I'm inviting you into this space as I explore the afterlife, the grieving process and rebuilding after loss. If you'd like to discover the spirit world and how to move through the loss of a loved one or child, you have come to the right place. This, Is the Oracle of Light. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Oracle of Light. This is your host, Ashana DeMellon. I am so excited for today's episode. Today is May 1st when we are recording, and May is all about Mother's Day and mental health. So we are creating a beautiful sacred space today in honor of all of the children who we hold in our hearts, all of the children, the babies, the infants, all of the children that are in spirit. And this episode is just, was so much fun putting this together because I wanted this episode to be just a beautiful reflection of hope and love and just to remind each and every one of you that love never dies. That even though your child or children are no longer here in the physical, that they are still very much alive on the other side. And I know this firsthand because my son Jack always comes in to visit. Always, always, always. And now keep in mind, I'm 10 years in you know, 10 years ago, um, you know, after I lost him, I went to my doctor because I didn't feel good. I just felt so upset and I was crying all the time. And she said, okay, well, do you want, you know, to go on an antidepressant and maybe to go talk to somebody? And that was it. It was like, no, I, I don't want to, no, I don't want to take something if, if that isn't what I need. I needed someone to hold space for my heart. I needed someone who understood what it feels like to lose a child. You know, after losing grandparents and friends, fur babies, relatives, you name it, losing a child literally brought me to my knees, literally brought me to my knees. And Jack is why I do what I do. And so again, thank you for being here. Thank you for being in this space. I wanted to create an episode today that has resources in it for you wherever you are on your grief journey and especially as mother's day is approaching i know that mother's day can be a tender spot when your child is not with you i understand that firsthand so for today's episode we are going to look at first of all we're going to look at the different the different ways that grief symptoms may manifest in our thoughts our feelings and our experiences So just have an awareness, just maybe have an awareness if any of these ring true. Maybe it was or it is hard to get out of bed in the morning. You might be angry at everything. You may not feel strong enough to deal with everything. You may cry for no reason. You may think it will never get better. You might wonder what's wrong with me. Why can't I just get over this? Why can't I move past this? Everything feels like it's settled on your heart. It's heavy. Maybe you find it hard to sleep. Or you feel numb. Or you feel like your life ended when you lost your child or your children. I know that's how I felt when I lost Jack. I thought, wow, I just didn't have any zest for life or anything at that time. I, just, I threw myself into my daughter's life. I baked cupcakes. I volunteered at the school. I just I tried to keep myself busy because I didn't know how to handle the grief. Perhaps you're easily irritated. Maybe you've lost interest in everything. I know I sure did. Maybe you feel like you're losing your mind at times. Mm-hmm. So there are so many different symptoms that can manifest for our thoughts, our feelings, and our experiences when we lose a child. And just everything that that brought up for you. Let's just, let's just delete and destroy all of it across all ways, spaces, times, mentions, realities. And if you're new to me, that is a clearing statement. What it's doing is it's just clearing all the energy that's coming up around all of that. So any, anywhere that you feel lost, maybe you feel overwhelmed, or you're struggling to concentrate, maybe you feel foggy. Um, I'm just trying to think of what else, um, Maybe everything is a trigger. You're just reminded by everything. It's just maybe you just feel like it's a tsunami. You can't live your life. You don't know what your life looks like. It's just this This is not what was in the plan. Maybe you feel stuck. Um, maybe you can't keep track of your thoughts. Maybe you just want to avoid talking about losing your child at all costs. I know I did for years. I tried that for years. And so again, everything that that just brought up, let's just destroy and delete all that across all ways, spaces, times, mentions, and reality. So what a clearing statement does is it goes back to where the original thought or emotion or experience happened. And it's just like removing that seed. And then it'll start to dissipate the energy so that it doesn't have as as intense an electrical charge. So just understanding that everything you're feeling or you did feel was completely normal and natural and It's really important that you you don't feel alone. I always tell people, find your support. Is it a podcast? Is it a grief counselor? Is it a medium? Is it um, any sort of counseling, Um, psychologist, your pastor, friends, family, whoever can hold space for you? Because not everyone can hold space for grief, especially the loss of a child. It just makes people so uncomfortable. And there's such a stigma around it. It's almost like they're like, well, just, let's just not talk about it. Let's just not talk about it. Um, so find your support, find your tribe. So listen to the podcast. I have a free meetup group. Our meetup group is May 11th. It's open to everybody. Um, you can find all the information on my website at livealifeyoulove.org or shoot me an email. Um, reach out to me through social media um, and I'll get you the info. It's It's free we meet once a month and we talk about whatever's coming up around grief and we honor our children. And then we will do a guided meditation where you can experience your child on the other side. So again, May 11th. So just acknowledging the grief symptoms and everyone grieves differently. I think that's That's so important, you know, like some people say, well, you know, it's a step by step process, and there are five steps, or there are seven steps, and this is what it'll look like. No, (laughs) just throw that out the window. I was chatting with my good friend, um, uh, Emily. (laughs) We were chatting about this uh, last week, week before. And it's like, no, you just throw that out. That does not apply when you've lost a child. Because when you've lost a child, there's so much that goes with that you've lost a piece of your heart. You've lost hopes and dreams and plans and they were part of your family and it literally changes who you are. And now I I predominantly speak with mothers, but I also speak with fathers. I help fathers navigate the loss as well because they also need to be supported. Absolutely. So I love this idea. I came across this um, years ago, and this—I love this idea that there can be these these stages, but these stages, if you will, sort of describe what it feels like to lose a lose a child. So, number one, like there's shock, there's numbness. You just feel overwhelmed, like you're just you're numb, you're shut down. You have a yearning and a searching. It's like we yearn and we look for our our lost child to fill that emptiness created by their loss. It's, you know, we have big emotions like sadness, anger, anxiety, confusion. Number three, that could be disorganization and despair. We begin to recognize the daily reality of the loss, that this this is the reality, this is real, this has happened, and there's no going back, there's no changing it. We might feel apathy anger despair hopelessness all of those really heavy emotions we may withdraw and disengage from others and activities we usually enjoy and number four is reorganization we begin to create a new normal in our own time and we try to integrate the loss we search for new identity one that includes our grief and our child or children so i think this just describes how difficult and painful it is and that we can sort of ping-pong between each of these and any other loss that we've had this the grief the current grief the 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 most recent loss that grief can ping-pong onto other losses that we've experienced so sometimes it can feel like a tsunami if we haven't fully grieved, say, a loss we had 10 years ago, that may come up again because just it needs a little bit of tender love and care. It just needs some TLC, if you will. So just understanding that everything that you're experiencing is completely normal, that you can be angry, you can feel like you're in shock, despair, the yearning, the searching, like your mind is trying to make sense of what's happened. Where are they? And eventually, as we move through the grief, the mourning, the loss, it's like there, for me, I came to a point where I was able to accept. As painful as that was, I was able to accept that I had a different relationship with Jack. And even as a medium, this was so, so difficult. So difficult. And I'm not the same person I was before Jack, before losing him, I was a completely different person to who I am today. And I do believe that these certain situations that come up in our life are an opportunity for us to get rid of anything that may be holding us back. It's an invitation for us to really step into our full power and be unapologetically, authentically us. Losing a child changes you. It does, no matter at what stage you lost that child, whether it was miscarriage, failed IVF, Um, stillborn, ectopic, um, infant death, you know, children that have died from illnesses, um, children who are in accidents. There's so many different ways that children transition. And each and every one of those scenarios is sacred in this space and honored and given a voice. I remember a lot of people thought, you know, around miscarriage. Oh, well, you know, be thankful you have another child. Oh, well, it just wasn't meant to be. Oh, well, you know, probably better off this way. And it just, you know, I think people want to say something. And sometimes when they say these things, it just, it negates the loss. It's a true loss. It's a true loss. My loss of my son, Jack, is forever etched in my heart. It just is. It just is. And eventually, and like I mentioned, you know, I'm 10 years in, and eventually I came to the point where I grieved, my heart grieved him. Oh, she grieved him hard. And then I was able to accept, okay, this is what it is. And then I was able to be grateful that I have the connection with him. Um, it was uh, a couple of weeks ago. It was it was a difficult day. It was a difficult day. And on difficult days, I just want to get out to the mountains and i'm in calgary alberta canada so i'm above montana if you're familiar with um north america and we are nestled right next to the rocky mountains it's just absolutely spectacular and whenever i'm having a grief day i head out to the mountains and on this particular day i said to jack i said oh jack honey mama needs a a heart rock so i went looking for a heart rock I ended up finding 31. I posted it on my Instagram and my my Facebook if you don't follow me, um, Shauna DeMellon, Shauna DeMellon Medium. Yeah. And each one I found just it just, I felt his essence. I felt his love. And there were tears of joy. Like my heart felt so sore that day, and I was so sad. And no one understands what it feels like to lose a child unless you have lost a child no one, no one. So it kind of, it makes me laugh sometimes when people talk about child loss and they've never experienced it. It's like, how can you possibly even begin to understand the pain when your child is not with you? You can't, you just can't. So just understanding that, you know, the stages of grief, it it, it doesn't move in a step-by-step stage or process. It was interesting. I read for a family once. There were five family members and their mom had died. And they all came in for a reading together. And they were all at different different stages of their grief. It was really fascinating. I mean, grief is individual. Grief is It's our own unique journey. And it's so important to honor that and just give it the dignity that it needs as you work through it. and just honoring where you are with your grief maybe you're okay maybe you're maybe you're at the place where i am where you can connect with your child on the other side or you at least know that that's where your child is and you still may have triggers from time to time but you're okay you're you're embracing the new you you're creating a whole new reality with your child in spirit or maybe you're new to this experience and The days are confusing and they can be chaotic and that's okay. It's just so important to honor what you need, body, mind, and spirit. Really important to honor what you need. So what I love to talk about are just just ideas to just sort of bring bring your child's energy into this space. So, just as we start to think of our children, their energy comes closer. And you can ask them to come even closer. You may start to feel a shift in the energy, you may just know they're there. You may see them, hear them, feel them. You may get goosies, you may just get emotional. The temperature may change. Just depends on how your gifts work. And if you'd like if you'd like a little bit more help with that, definitely reach out. I I can work one-on-one with people and um we can help you understand which gift is your strongest because that's the gift that your child will utilize to connect with you and communicate with you. And with your child's energy closer, I invite you to look at these journal prompts. If not right now, you can come back to this at another time. I want you to think of your fondest memory of your child. And for those of you who didn't get to have your child In the physical, watching them grow up. If you had an earlier loss, I want you to just think of the moment when you knew that you were going to be a mom, the moment that maybe you saw the ultrasound picture or you heard that little heartbeat, the moment that that speaks the most to you in this in this space. I want you to think of just a beautiful memory of that little sweetheart, just a beautiful memory and over me it was when we when we named him jack i was he was jack that is forever etched in my heart yeah it's jack and his laughter and you can have more than one fond memory his laughter of course heart rocks and just his essence he's just he's such a beautiful beautiful spirit and i'm grateful that i get to Share his essence with you and with everyone who's experienced child loss. So what is your fondest memory of your child or your children? And again, it doesn't have to be one thing. And you can come back and listen to this again. You don't have to try to have it all figured out right now. If you want to just sit and enjoy the energy, you can. You can re-listen to this. If there was a specific moment or something, you know, an event that you shared with your child... Or your children on the other side. I want you to start to bring those to mind. Just some fun things. It could be something fun, something quirky. Were you out blowing bubbles? Were you at their soccer game? Were you cheering them on? Were they in a school play? Were you helping them with their crafts? Were you baking cupcakes? What what are some of those beautiful, beautiful memories? A specific time. And just allow it to come to your mind. For one lady in our meetup group, she said it was when she got the the plus sign on the, the P stick is what she called it when she knew that she was pregnant and just the hopes and the dreams and everything that came with that. And I want you to think of, now this is a really good one. I want you to think of what are some of the things that you learned from your child and spirit I know for me, I learned from Jack that love never dies. I learned to strengthen, strengthen my faith. When I lost him, my faith was, I just about threw it out the window. I thought, how could God do this? How could how could how could he do this? I was so angry. I thought, what did I do to deserve this? I didn't do anything to deserve this. I didn't do anything wrong. Why has he been taken from me? But then I learned sometimes I don't have all the answers, even as a medium. Sometimes I don't have all the answers. I will only know for sure what happened when I transition. And I can sit on the other side and have a conversation with God and with Jack to try to understand why did that have to happen like that? You were meant to be here in the physical with me. Why Why did that have to happen? And again, I'm 10 years in. So going through everything in the last 10 years has brought me to a place where I'm okay with not having all the answers. I'm just grateful, grateful to have the connection with him and experience him. So what are some things that maybe you've learned? You've learned to maybe listen to your intuition a little bit more. Maybe you've learned to you know, really listen for that voice, that inner voice. Have you learned to open your heart again? Have you learned what it feels like to love someone even more than you love yourself? Because that's what a mother's love does. And no one can replace that. No one can replace that. A mother's love is forever forever, you will always be that child's mother, always, always, always. So what are some things that you learn from them? And again, if you want to pause this and come back, you can. If you want to just sit and listen and then pour a cup of tea, light a candle and and grab a journal and sit, it'll be beautiful. It'll be cathartic. It'll help with your healing because everything that comes up that's available for us to shift, change and heal, on each and every episode of the podcast, especially this one, will be just transmuted. It'll be shifted and changed and healed and just cleared away to make room for magic, for possibilities, for happiness, for joy, most importantly, for love. And if you had, if you had older children that transitioned, what was your child known for? Like, did they play a sport? Did they play an instrument? Were they super smart? Did they read ferociously? Were there certain foods that they couldn't stand? Were they funny? What was their personality like? Were they caring? Did they have collections of things? Did they have crazy dreams? What were your children known for? I love this next one. What was your favorite thing about your child or your children? What was your favorite thing? I know for me, it was hearing Jack's laughter for the first time. Hmm. He's got this jovial, fun, spirited energy. Very much like mine. (laughs) And the first time I saw him, on the other side, it's, it was like looking at a little mini me, a version of me. It was just like, oh my gosh, these big blue eyes. And we used to play this game called count the freckles. And of course, I love heart rocks. And you don't have to have just one favorite thing about your child. It could be the first moment that you heard that heartbeat. It could be when you had the positive pee stick. <laughs> it could be the moment... That you and your partner decided that you wanted to have a child. And then you could start to feel that different energy, that essence, their spirit close by. What was your favorite thing about them? Were they artistically inclined? Were they musical? For older children, were they parents? Did they have fur babies? Did they have their own children? Were they advocates? Were they powerfully convicted to upholding just different different ideas and different beliefs that were important to them? Just allow your mind to remember all the beautiful things that you were. aware of with them that were your favorite things. And again, I want you to, and again, if this doesn't apply to you, that's okay. You'll still receive the beautiful energy. I want you to think of a time when your child made you laugh. There was one time I um, I did a meditation and Jack came in. And just, just so you know, I teach I teach mothers how to connect all the time. So if you'd like to learn how to make the connection, definitely reach out. I work one-on-one and I've got different programs. And yeah, we've got all sorts of different resources and different ways that you can learn how to make that connection for yourself. So I was doing this meditation and Jack came in and he said, hold out, he said, close your eyes, hold out your hand. And I said, okay. And I held out my hand and he put a toad in my hand and he was roaring he was laughing and i'm like ah (laughs) i mean it was just the funniest thing like it was just so sweet and he just ran up and wrapped his arms around my neck and just (sighs) yeah my jack my sweet boy so think of a time when your child or your children made you laugh was it a funny joke was it their personality were they pranksters mischievous what was that just the energy can you feel the energy so no matter when you listen to this episode your child's energy will be there and just being in this space with all these beautiful children is absolutely amazing something I like to explain to people too is that I see I see children younger children I see them growing up and the name of my program is growing up in heaven because that's how I see Jack like he comes into me now as a 10 year old he would have been 10 this year so that's how i see children i see younger children growing up and that varies from spirit to spirit some children come in as just pure energy i don't get a physical representation of them other children come in at the age that they transitioned um yeah it just it just varies from child to child from soul to soul because they get to they get to choose it's not up to me they get to choose I want you to think of, and this is for everyone. I want you to think of your last memory with them, your last beautiful memory with them. Were you holding them? Were you having a conversation? Were you curled up watching a movie? What was your last beautiful memory of them? Where you felt them, you could feel their essence. Just feel it wrap all around you. And if there isn't anything coming to mind as I read these off, that's okay too. That's totally okay too. There's no wrong or right way to do anything. To do anything. Now one last one. What do you wish you could tell your child? Is there something you wish you could tell them? Of course, that you miss them, that you love them, that you wish they were here, that you're grateful that you know that they're safe on the other side, that they're with loved ones and angels and beings of light and they're protected. What do you wish you could tell them? I would tell Jack to just keep sending the heart rocks. Every time I find a heart rock, I just feel his essence. It's just right in my heart. It's like... It's him. I can breathe a little bit easier knowing. It's like they're sprinkles from heaven, sprinkles of love. And they're so beautiful. And it's just a beautiful, it's a beautiful way to have hope in my life again. After you go through so much loss, there are days where you just wonder, how much more can my heart take? How much more can my heart take? And then I'll find a heart rock or 31. (laughs) (laughs) So, what do you wish you could tell them now? Beautiful. And when you, as we get closer to Mother's Day, I want you to put this in your back pocket. You can write a letter to your child. If you haven't already, you can write a letter. And when we lose a child, thinking about everything that we wanted to say or would have wanted to say is totally natural. So it just, it just when you lose a child, it just feels like life is, it's unfinished. It's unsaid, it's unresolved. And I invite you to write the letter And then read it out loud, connecting into your heart, reading it out loud. And then I want you to burn it. Because when we burn it, the angels are taking those words and they're taking them to heaven. They're being transmuted. Yeah. And so this can be whenever you feel guided. Again, you could light a candle, burn incense, play soft music, pour a glass of wine, have some tea. You can sit outside with a beautiful, warm breeze, wherever you'd like to sit. You can sit by the fire and write the letter. And before you begin your letter, take a few moments to practice some nice, deep, slow breaths. (laughs) Pardon me. I'm processing the different energies. This is fabulous and just connect into your heart space because your heart is where your child connects with you. It's where our loved ones on the other side connect with us is in our heart. Our guides, our angels, our loved ones, our children, it's through our heart. So as you bring your focus down into your heart space, that's where you'll start to feel a shift. And you can ask your ego to be quiet. You can do that at any time. Clear away Anything that is not serving you, that isn't yours. And just allow yourself to be in that space. And if it becomes a bit too much or it feels heavy or you don't want to, that's fine. Leave it. There's there's no have-tos. (laughs) or There isn't anything of that nature. And what you choose to include in your letter is personal. It's private. And it's entirely your choice and you don't have to censor your words you can allow whatever comes up allow yourself to express anything that comes up any anger if there's any guilt anything at all no one will see this letter unless you choose to share it no one will see it i'm going to give you some some prompts to get you started and you know the content of your letter will be as unique as a relationship that you have with that child in spirit, regardless of how long they were in your life, how they were in your life. It doesn't matter. You will always be that child's mother, always. And the following prompts, they may provide some inspiration as you consider what to include in your letter. And so you can take some time. And again, you can... Pause and listen to this again. If you'd like um, the written version of this, feel free to reach out. So here are some of the prompts. I wish I had asked you. If you were still here with me, I would try to resolve. If I had one last chance to talk to you, I would tell you. I feel angry that... I feel resentful about. I wish you knew how grateful I am for. I feel guilty about. I wish we had talked more about. I forgive you for. I need you to forgive me for. And anything else that comes to mind. Again, this is just an invitation to just let it out. I find writing letters is cathartic. When you write from your heart, you're just getting it all out. Sometimes those emotions get stuck and they don't know where to go. So we're just helping them. And then again, read it out loud and burn it. Mm -hmm. And just know that your grief is yours. and. Then no one else can tell you what it should look like or just to get over it. Or uh, no, like I just <laughs> no, it's it's yours, it's your journey. And again, it's so important to so important to just honor where you are on that spectrum and know that it's perfect just for you. The other the other thing that we we wanted to talk a little bit about today is the idea of a loss ritual. and we're going to go into this a little bit further when um, we do the the meetup group. So again, the meetup group is May 11th and that's free for everyone. Um, it's uh, it's a beautiful meetup group here in Calgary and it's virtual so you can join in from anywhere. Um, and the meetup group is it's just a safe place. everyone to come in and join Um, you can check out my website at livealifeyoulove.org or drop me a line and uh, we'll get you that information get you registered and then may 30th i will be hosting an online event and we may touch on some of these different aspects on that on that call as well but for that call um, you'll register we'll have all the information on the website where you can register and, and secure your spot And we will talk about child loss and we'll share more resources. And then we will uh, journey across the Rainbow Bridge where you can experience your child in spirit on the other side. And I will answer questions and validate what you get and make sure that everyone knows what their signs are from their children on the other side. And again, that's that's on the website. So I'll give you a couple of different loss rituals if you'd like to incorporate those for this Mother's Day. Or at any time, you can create a lasting legacy by planting planting a memorial tree in your child's honor. Um, a good friend of mine, Tracy Slobodian, she makes um, she makes beautiful jewelry from our loved ones' ashes. If that's something that resonates with you, um, drop me a line. I'll get you Tracy's info. You can carry an item of remembrance from your child. It could be a picture, a piece of jewelry just something that's a comforting reminder of your child. You may want to light a candle at particular times of the day or on special anniversaries to remind you of your child and just spend some time thinking about them. You can visit a meaningful place. I always love to go out to Elbow Falls, as I mentioned, and ask for Heart Rocks. These are just a few lost rituals. It's just really important, and and I wanted to add more beautiful, beautiful resources to your grief box. I call it the grief box. We have a spiritual toolbox, and we have our grief toolbox, and so these are going in your grief toolbox. And there was something else I wanted to share with you. Um, beautiful, beautiful, Holly Ann was. Uh, brought to, into my awareness. Oh my goodness! I we chatted, and she is just so so lovely. Um, she wrote a children's book, and the children's book is called Some Babies. I hope you can see that if you're watching. It's called Some Babies. It's written by Holly Ann Abel, and you can find it on Amazon. Babies are born every day all over the world, wrapped in swaddles, adorned with darling accessories, and held in the arms of loved ones. But not all babies get to stay. Some babies is written with love for all angels gone too soon. So this is a beautiful book that talks about the loss of a child, and Holly Ann also integrates the baby, her rainbow baby that she had after her loss. And it's just so beautiful. Some babies give hugs to those they love. Some babies send sunshine, bringing warmth from above. Some babies rest all snuggled in their mama's arms. Some babies sleep amongst the brightest of stars. So again, Some Babies, written by Holly Ann Abel. Uh, The link will be in the show notes. You can pick up a copy um, on Amazon. And it's just an absolutely beautiful, beautiful resource. It's just so lovely, so lovely. You know, I often say to people, I I only wish that these resources were available after I lost Jack. I mean, 10 years ago, yeah, there were not, people weren't talking about grief as openly as they are now, especially not child grief. And so I'm just so, so, so grateful that people are willing to talk about the loss of a child and how it changes you and, and what you go through. And if you are feeling stuck, please reach out to someone. Um, drop me an email, reach out, find a counselor, your pastor, talk to somebody because you do not need to carry this alone. You do not need to. There are so many beautiful resources and so many people that are are literally waiting in the wings to help. So definitely, definitely find your tribe. Surround yourself with people who understand and get you to a place where you're able to start planning your your, your life, your, your new life, and what you want to create moving forward. Again, May 11th, we've got the meetup group. May 30th, we have the online event that you can sign up for. All the information is on my website at livealifeyoulove.org. I send each and every one of you mountains of love. And we are going to send beautiful, loving, healing, nurturing energy to everyone who listens to the podcast, and especially to those mamas who have lost children, who have um, children in spirit. Um, this beautiful love will wrap around you on Mother's Day, wherever you are in the world. I send you mountains of love. Till next time, bye for now. You can find me on Instagram at Shauna Demelin Medium or Visit my website at livealifeyoulove.org where you'll find my offerings, including my Growing Up in Heaven program that teaches you how to make the connection with your son or daughter on the other side. Thank you for listening and see you next time here on the Oracle of Light.